0: Welcome to Stories Past with Shivana Lal. Our lives are surrounded by stories. We read about them, we listen to them, and we tell them. Stories are often used as a medium to connect, teach, and entertain. As a third generation Indo-Trinidadian, storytelling has been integral throughout my life. On this podcast, I'll be curating and examining the narratives I heard while growing up. Each story I've heard has added meaning to my life. While some inspired me, others made me realise that something had to change. These stories have shaped my identity. So join me as we journey through stories of my past and relive my stories past. Every year in Trinidad and Tobago, May is marked as Arrival Month. It commemorates the arrival of many different peoples and their cultures that have added to the cultural richness of this land. On May 30th, 1845, the first ship of Indian indentured labourers docked in Trinidad. But our story today begins before that let us listen as dr visham bimal of caribbean hindustani narrates the story of indian indentureship
1: when slavery was abolished in the 1830s the british empire sought another source of cheap labor on the colonial estates after some unsuccessful trials of labor from places such as france the US and China, the British set their eyes on India. This contract labour called indentureship began in the 1830s in Mauritius, in the 1840s in Trinidad and Jamaica, in the 1860s in Guyana and in the 1870s in Suriname and Fiji. The first recruits were the tribes of Chota Nagpur and the Sadani Bhujpuri-speaking people. There were also recruits from Madras. Later, as the British moved westwards, the Delhi recruits came from northwest Bihar and eastern Uttar Pradesh, being mostly Bhojpuri and Avadhi speakers.
0: Now I have been told this story about indentureship numerous times and I have heard different versions of it. I have also retold it several times. See. I acknowledge that I am of Indian origin as my forefathers made their journey from India to Trinidad many, many years ago. Dr. Bimal speaks of the different areas in which indentured labourers were recruited. As he points out, these areas are Kolkata, Madras and Bihar. Now I am not certain where my ancestors are from. However, while growing up, I am aware of my leaning towards a more North Indian culture, perhaps because this was most available to me. Other variations of this story have mentioned how these labourers, who came from zones where the socio-economic atmosphere was less than ideal, were tricked into coming to the West. They were lured into dreams of a place where sona gold, was in abundance. And were promised an avenue to success, but as we all know, before fortune comes tribulation, and as many would soon find out, this journey would be an arduous one.
1: The ports of disembarkation were from Calcutta and Madras. The voyage was long and dangerous; it followed a path from the Bay of Bengal across the Indian Ocean around the treacherous Cape of Good Hope then across the rough Atlantic Ocean many did not survive the journey due to mental anguish dehydration and cramped conditions in Trinidad they docked on Nelson Island to quarantine for several days then assigned to estates in various parts of Trinidad to complete the five to seven year indentureship contracts the days on the estates were long as work ensued from sunrise to sunset on the sugar cocoa coffee and coconut estates the earnings were meager and life arduous
0: the stories of this difficult journey from India to Trinidad have always impacted me deeply. I can only imagine the intense discomfort the indentured labourers would have faced. Because even going between Trinidad and Tobago and the inter-island ferry can be uneasy, and I have sometimes gotten seasick. So I cannot fathom how they would have endured that journey for several months, especially during a time when the technology would have provided little comfort to passengers. The journey would have also been a traumatic one, as many were not able to survive this trip. Undeniably, seeing death all around them would have been disturbing. I can also remember hearing tales of the Kalapani, which translates as the Dark Sea, from this dreadful journey. But what could have given the indentured labourers courage in such a situation? What I understand from the accounts I have heard is that they endured because they had nurtured the hope for a better future. And while the situation on the plantations in Trinidad and Tobago were far from ideal, they were motivated to do the necessary to actualize that hope. Today, their contributions have been embedded into Trinbagonian culture.
1: Indian indentured laborers and their descendants transplanted a culture, heritage, and identity of a pre partition India that has imbibed much of its Caribbean environment during its evolution. One can say this people contributed to the tapestry of Trinidadian identity through Bhumi, Bhasha, Bhojan, and Bhish geography, language food and guys geography due to the agricultural innovation of these people to convert the swamp land of poor Spain and San Fernando into prime solid agricultural land for crops and roadways, language by Tamil and Bhojpuri heavily influencing Trinidad English and Trinidad English Creole. Cuisine as roti is the Trinidad and Tobago daily bread and choka an integral part of the Trinidad and Tobago breakfast, Guys, through attire of East Indian wear that is less evident in daily Trinidad and Tobago but prominent on formal occasions.
0: I credit much of my own identity to the culture transported by these indentured labourers. From my faith to my values, the foods I enjoy, the movies I watch and the songs I listen to, Indian culture has impacted me in significant ways. I hold vague memories of elders around me speaking in Bhojpuri, which is a language from the state of Bihar, and me trying to imitate them. The result was that I picked up phrases like, Kaisan hal, which is the nowadays equivalent of how are you, and a response of hal chal sab tik ba, all is fine. Without a doubt, the story of Indian indentureship has made me aware of the tribulations of my ancestors. I am both in awe of and grateful for the great sacrifices they have made to create a home for me In an alien land. Through this story, I have been taught to be resilient and fearless, and most importantly, to never give up hope. You were listening to Stories Past. Today's episode features the music of Rukmini Bipat, a popular Indian folk singer in Trinidad and Tobago, and her band, Sangeet Milan. Stories Past would like to thank Dr. Visham Bimal of Caribbean Hindustani for today's story. Please like and follow his Facebook page, which will be found in the description. Till next time, this has been Shivana Lal with another episode of Stories Past.